Okay, let's just begin at the beginning. Yeah. There are scammers from India. I know that. Okay. <laughs> He's all, there's people that love money and steal <laughs> they money. They call in. They call them scammers, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. So they call in and they say, look, your subscription is over. We can repay you your money. Why don't you just log into your bank account and just hit fill out this form and you'll get your money back. So they black out the screen and they change the code on your computer. They basically, uh, you give them permission and they go on your computer, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. And they mess with the code so it looks like they actually put money into your bank account. Okay. Which they did not. Yeah. And they said, oh, no, I've given you too much money. Please send me some of this money back or else the I'll scammer lose my says job. That. Yes. Oh, okay. And they can't use a U.S. bank account. Obviously, they'll get caught and, you know, there'll be a big investigation. So what they do is they tell the people, look, go out and buy like a Walmart gift card or a Target gift card. And pay us back that way. And what? a lot of people fall for it. They yeah. do fall for That's it. That's a really stupid way to do it. Well, re- well, old people, like, they, they trust they, 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 oh, they yeah, trust yeah, these, yeah. like, So this scammers. guy pretends to be an old lady, and he just, like, makes them run around in circles for hours upon hours and, like, just puts this whole thing in light, like, what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, and well, there's different things that she d- or he does, uh-huh. but <laughs> this particular episode is she redeems the codes herself. And this guy is watching her do it because he has the scammers watching her. Yeah. yeah. And it just drives him insane. And he just like starts. Cur- he, what do you mean? Out. He redeems the codes her, himself. Like he, he, he takes the gift card codes, like whether it be iTunes or Google play or whatever. And then he, he puts them into his own account. So like he, he can spend it himself. He's not giving the code to the scammer. <laughs> right. He's playing like this dumb old lady who who thinks that she's actually paying them, yeah. but she's actually redeeming the cars that she purchased. Oh, and then she's like, "There, I did it for you, sweetie. You know, you should have." Them. Oh, so she he thinks that, and it's like two thousand dollars worth of stuff, or what? Yeah. yeah. So she thinks that, or he thinks that the grandma is putting it into his account. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm sorry. Into the scammer thinks that the grandma thinks thinks. Yeah. That she's giving it to the scammer. Yes. Yeah. Correct. But she's playing as though she's basically yes. giving it to herself. So. Redeeming it herself. Yeah. And the guy just goes crazy because like, it's like $2,000 worth, and that's like half of your salary, essentially, in like rupees in India. <laughs> and, so what is, he, what is he saying? He's just yelling? He's cursing he her. He's nuts. calling her like a bastard, son of a bastard. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to play stuff. like a, a very little of it. You can just see. All right, welcome to the Rod of Iron Podcast, Fundamental Baptist Breaking Down Discussions, Dogma, and Daily Events. I am your host, Pastor Bruce Mejia, First Works Baptist Church, and I'm joined by the fundamentalists in our church, Brother Hightoff Macy and Brother Adam Kanzari, and we got an exciting episode tonight. We're going to be talking about uh, uh, some various topics, number one being, we're actually, we're just talking about this right now, scammers, right? right. Scammers on the internet and some of the funny stories that uh, we've seen, or that actually these guys have seen, I think I've seen a couple of them. And um, where the, but I haven't seen the ones where they actually reverse and they're actually able to change the code. I've seen others where um, the people just mess with them on the phone, basically. Just waste their time. Just like waste their time, <clears throat> yeah. They're the funniest ones. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to talk about scammers. We're going to talk a little bit about the quote unquote rat children of Pakistan and uh, what's the deal with that. And then also, time preference. Time preference, and if we have time, we're going to get into what's the other thing? Hyperloops. The hi- the hyperloop, the Elon so-called Musk thing, the Elon Musk hyperloop, 
And so, got some interesting topics tonight. Gentlemen, are we ready? Yes. All right, let's get started. You guys got those phone calls before? Um, I get the I get the social more, security ones. Okay. You get I those? Yeah. So the so <laughs> I feel like I used to, but you know, in in Hispanic homes, I don't know if you've seen this before. Like, uh, wait, your family does it? And uh, oh no, 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 <laughs> that would be really bad. No, basically, what they do is like they call from from Mexico, and I guess because Mexican families are just really big. Mm. Uh, they'll call like uh, Hispanic households in America, mm-hmm. and they'll play like though their their cousin, right? Some fo- some distant relative, and a lot of the times Hispanic homes they send money back to their home country, and even Guatemalans do this. They'll make money here, and then they'll send like a large amount back, and so the people over there know that. So what they'll do is they'll find these phone numbers and they'll call in and they'll say, yeah, I'm your like second cousin removed. Don't you remember me? We are. No, 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 they're not. Okay. They're not. So, but the thing is, is that Hispanics are very, because they're family, very family oriented. They don't want to admit that they don't remember these cousins. Right. (laughs) That's really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, remember me? And it's just like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. How did I forget? And then they'll they'll basically scam them into wiring the money, and they're not really their cousin uh. or whatever. But I remember I had a – when I used to be a Spanish pastor, there was a guy who knew about those those things, and he was from Mexico. He was born there, and he was in our church, and he said that the guy called him, and he just played along with them, and he's just like – yeah, you're you're just a liar. He's like, I don't even have cousins. I have no cousins whatsoever. <laughs> and so you're just a scammer. And what you're doing is you're just trying to steal my money. This is what you do for a living. And you're wicked. And all these. And the guy just hung up on him. But um, yeah, that's that happens in Mexico. It's crazy. But this the the Indian ones or the ones that call from India are a little more um, advanced, right? Yeah. I would say they're getting more and more advanced as time goes on because people are getting more savvy to the. To them, but they still like to go after devices. The stories are so ridiculous. Like you mentioned the social security scam. Yeah. So there's a social security scam. They call yeah. you and they say, oh, you know, we found a car in Texas linked to your social security and we found like blood, blood in, in it. Yeah. And we found like 20 pounds of cocaine and the cops are on their way. And, yeah. and he, here's this old lady trying to explain herself away. Like, it's oh, sad. no, that's not me. It's like listening to these calls, like the old lady's like crying. And they're like, well, we know it's not you because obviously, you know, you you seem like a nice old lady. But yeah. then you still, if you pay this amount now and we'll just like call Thanks, off Adam. the cops and it's nuts. They that's got it. my mom on that. Really? Social Security. But it wasn't like an outlandish story. Like she fell for it? She did. Oh, that sucks. But it was only for like, I don't know, like a couple hundred bucks or something. And she ended up getting it back. Because she acted pretty quick, and they closed her accounts and all that. And obviously, when you when it's fraud, like the bank pays back the money. But um, I'm sure there's been other stories where people lose their people life lose savings. like a lot. Yeah. Yep. Well, a lot of well, another <clears throat> way they do it is um, so sending money through the mail, like FedEx or USPS or whatever, is highly illegal. Cash. Like you're not allowed to do that. 
So what they'll do is like, but it's untraceable because FedEx is not going to check your package if you don't say it's cash. So what they do is they have these mules in America and like these big cities that like they send the package monies to the package of money to. And then those mules, they take a picture of how much money they receive. They take a picture of the package and then they transfer it from their bank account to like a, a ringleader's bank account. And then that ringleader transferred it to transferred it to the scammer in India or Nigeria or whatever. Um, but it's like completely untraceable because it's it, there's, there's, yeah, it's cash and there's so many, um, like levels of, of disassociation essentially. Man. Did you say mules? Mules. That's what, you know, like it's not what it's called. Mules. Like a drug mule. Yeah. Like a drug like mule. Yeah. Does that, I mean, did that clarify my question? <laughs> well, someone who just does like the, the heavy lifting. Yeah. Thing. Okay. Okay. They're, they're, or, or the dirty work. They call them mules. They call them yes. mules. They're the grunts basically of wow. the organization. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of sad. What do you do for? I'm a mule. I'm a mule for some Indian scam. I'm a jackass. <laughs> I'm a jackass. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of <laughs> weird, isn't it? Yeah. Like they call uh, Mexicans and people who bring people over from the from coyotes. Mexico. Yeah, they call them coyotes. Why do they call them coyotes? I guess is there is there something is there something that a, the, uh, the animal does a coyote does that's like. Um, Don't they just like roam the desert or something like that back and forth? Maybe that's what it is. Huh? Yeah, probably because they roam the desert and so they they know the land. Or whatever. Yeah, maybe that's the case. Yeah. Do they still do that, coyotes? Yeah, it's uh, very expensive now. Very, how do you know it's very expensive? <laughs> the fence. How do up. you know that it's? How, what do you? What do you mean? How much is it now? You lie. Well, before it used to be like $15,000. He's a well. You know, I actually brought a cousin over for the, about. <laughs> well, before my th my second cousin bringing him over was super cheap, but now I heard I heard it's been like ten thousand dollars. <laughs> that was before. That was before. Well, how much is it now? With inflation. And how do you thousand? How do you actually know this though? <laughs> This still does it. My some of my family have done it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. 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 Sad. 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 Unbelievable. Crazy world, man. Yeah, but these scammers from India, they'll call in. And they're not always from India. They're probably from they're like usually Pakistan from India. And they're typically from India because India has a very high level of English like literacy. Like they speak. They a speak lot of better English. English than some Americans. I wouldn't say that. Well, yeah, because they <laughs> they speak proper English. Uh, Just because of the British col colonization, <laughs> you I must have not been. You. Scammers don't typically call you. No, they call. I'm talking about. I've had customers or people calling me from quotes from like Washington, Seattle. You're very like, kind. All these tech, <laughs> All these tech cities, they call and they have an Indian accent, but the they have a heavy Indian accent. Yeah. But the British, the English that they speak is, is proper. Proper. No, I've I've I mean these they, I don't know about that. I it don't is. Know that. You're a very sweet but person. I'm not, I'm not lying to you, dude. I, what am I making <laughs> this up? Can't Chase people who work for Chase, the uh, bank, are in the Philippines. Like when you call in. Oh, their call center. Yeah, the call center's in, in the, the Philippines. Philippines. And I think uh, Adobe is like the Adobe Premiere Pro and Photoshop. I think programmers and stuff like that. They're programmers. Yeah. I think those are in India. It's very I frustrating mean, they could sometimes. Be smart. It, it's, I mean, the work ethic, even for a scammer, these guys put in maybe 10 hours Come a day trying, on. To, trying, <laughs> trying to scam people. If they put that same work ethic into like actually. That doesn't require work to, ethic to lie. And that, that, that's a complete oxymoron. Yeah. Ethics and lying yeah, yeah. and work, scamming? No, work ethic. Like the. They don't work hard. That's, they that's sit. They sit. You sometimes they have these. The would you consider someone who like kills people for a living as a hardworking? I'll citizen? just say. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and say no to that. But <laughs> hold on. Like sometimes they get screens of He's these. Off record though. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real talk though. Goes, 
Yeah. Scammers are low lives. Yeah. They they need to get a real job. And um, they're wicked. Or even if they had if they got a job that didn't pay as much, that's still better. You know what I mean? Than scamming but you know one people thing for, scammers all have in they, common. They destroy people's lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what I've noticed on all these like calls that I listen to for fun sometimes is they always flatter people. Oh, oh you yeah. Say you, like she she pretends to, or he pretends to be a grandmother. Oh, you sound so young. How old are you? She's yeah. like, oh, I'm like eighty five. Like, oh like, no, you sound like you're forty or like something. Yeah. Or they so say like, oh, I would love to be your son. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, but they're kind of like they haste to be rich. I think these people, these scammers, are just wicked people who are Both greedy, of yeah. filthy lucre. They haste to be rich. They um. They're in a, they, they do abominable things because yeah. they have a false balance. And you think of the, the balance in the Bible, it's referring to the fact that, you know, when, when people would barter and trade or buy, yeah. you know, they weigh something in the balance. And what they're doing is this, they, they a have a balance. fixed balance, yeah. you know, to work in their favor or whatever. That's exactly what they're doing. They're just stealing from people. It's so wrong, man. No, absolutely. Theft. Yeah. They take people's lives. And what's even worse, you know, is the fact that they steal from, like like you said, like older elderly people. Well, they target elderly people. Because they know that they're very they're they gullible. simple, gullible. They're trusting. Yeah. Sad. Half yeah. the phone calls that I get from India, when I pick up they uh, and I say hello, they already know, like, my, they could tell my demographic and they just hang up on me. We have, we have listeners yeah. in India. I'm have sorry people, for what I said. <laughs> there's people in <laughs> India that listen to our sermons. They, they regularly contact me on Facebook and stuff. And they, they listen. They're avid listeners, and, like, they're saved and stuff. And they never ask for money. <laughs> I've had people, but but there but there have been some people from India that have asked for money. I guess those some Nigerians sometimes who are like, oh, hello, my, oh, Christian, that too. my Christian brother. Yeah, hello, I, my, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Blessings and glory to you. Yeah. <laughs> when somebody called me racist in one of the, the comments, I think they confused me for Adam or confused Adam for me or something. <laughs> Was it a I, she? I, I don't think talk. it was a she. I don't know. I'm assuming some, it was Some a she. other idiot came along and commented on it too. Said that you were racist? Yeah. What? No, I think those guys, I think those guys are just trolls. Oh, okay. I think those are just trolls from the on the podcast who are just like best case scenario. They hate they hate the podcast. Maybe, maybe maybe they took the joke that you made like oh about uh, there's some racist people in our church. I'm looking to it right now. Yeah, maybe they took that seriously. Yeah, but here's the thing: some people take jokes even, seriously. Okay, yeah, but even if that were the case, if that's all they based it on. To go back on the podcast comment section and say, you know, the guy's extremely racist. That's true. That would be really stupid, you know? So let me just, what, everything all right or what? Yeah, that one's good. Yeah, that one's fine. Just to clarify, Brother Hike is not a racist, okay? He he, he loves all people. Not all people, but, you know, <laughs> by default, he all loves nations. all nations. Except yes, the- correct. No, he loves them all. <laughs> he loves them all. I'm sure if there's some Jew who got saved. That's true. You know what I mean? He'd love him as well. I know a Jew who got saved. He's from Texas. Really? He's the only Jew I know who got saved. He grew up in like a in a reformed Jewish family. So like the ones that are like super liberal. Are those the most likely to get saved, would you say? Because they're so Probably, yeah. Because I know not, that sounds kinda weird. Yeah. Because you think of Christians who are like liberals, sometimes you it, it, it's almost as if like they're the least likely to yeah. come to the saving knowledge because they're so they can be very self But Orthodox are way more hardened. Yeah. Like they actually believe the Talmud and and whatnot, yeah. whereas I think Reformed oh, are just cultural the, Jews. I thought the Orthodox did not believe the Talmud. And they all just, believe the Talmud. All Jews believe the Talmud. Orthodox believe in the Talmud. Every yeah. single one of them. All, all well, Jews. All Jews today come I mean, from the Pharisees, so and they all believe the Talmud. I don't. I don't. I can't speak for every single one of them, but, but generally speaking, the denomination. I'm check this yeah. Out. 
Orthodox it says, Christianity, buddy. Orthodox Jews believe the entire Torah, both written and oral. So there is no oral Torah. They're, they're talking about the uh, the seventy uh, elders that. What is an oral, oral Torah? I'm pretty, sure that's, I'm pretty sure that's the Talmud. It's referring to the Talmud because yeah. the yeah. Talmud is the, the oral, oral law. Yeah, yes. that was given. So before, if I remember, but here's the thing: every every Jew will say that they believe in the Torah, yeah. but they don't. Right. Yeah. That's just they just pay lip service. To saying that that's what they believe. The yeah, first the Talmud. The Talmud supersedes, or yeah, I guess yeah, supersedes. Yeah, But to I think them it before does. they would not say that the oral tradition was part of the Torah. They would at least separate those two. But now it seems like they're kind of. It is separate. Clump. You have the the Torah and then the oral Torah, which is the Talmud. It or, is, well, the Talmud's not referred to as the oral Torah. What what is it talking about then? What, is what does it, it say? It says the oral says, Torah. Uh, they, I'll look it up. They believe the entire Torah, both written and oral. Is the divinely inspired word? Well, that's of God. just deception, is what it is. It's just well, being deceptive. The oral Torah is the Talmud. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know it's the Talmud, but they're just lumping it in. Yeah. And it's something it, completely it different. The Torah, which is not. They all, Jews only give lip service to the first five books Correct. in the Bible mm-hmm. when it uh, benefits them regarding their land. Their land. And then outside of that, they just throw everything Correct. else out. Mm-hmm. So Yes, beginning with. <clears throat> Genesis, but yes. that, that's that's the every creation. that's every modern uh, like every modern form of Judaism is believed the Talmud because they're all descended from the Pharisees, every single one. Because yeah. I think because the traditions of the you elders, mean, you mean yeah. Satan. Yeah, I mean obviously from the spiritual aspect, yes, the demon, yeah, the doctrine but like, of the devils, w- yes. With with the <laughs> with the fight of between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, the Pharisees won out of that fight, and the Sadducees basically went extinct. That like school of thought. So now only. Uh, the, oh, the offs- yeah, the only the offspring of the Pharisees exists, and that's Pharisaical Judaism. And then you get is that in history? Is that yeah, yeah? And then obviously Pharisaical Judaism gets split, and it, there you have reform. When did Judaism the Sadducees die out? Around seventy A.D. because they they were already really? the smaller. They were already the smaller, or maybe it was one hundred and ten. Hmm. Sadducees were basically They're- Pharisees, but with a variant belief system, yeah. which the, it was pretty like it was weird, more heretical. Yeah, it's more heretical because they didn't believe in angels or demons. They didn't believe in the resurrection. They, they denied a lot yeah. of those things. Yeah, but they were so, a smaller group too yeah. historically. That's why you At see least what, Pharisees yeah. could be saved. Yeah, but Sadducees, if you don't believe, in I'm the not saying that Sadducees done. couldn't be saved. But just obviously, less of them. obviously, if you don't believe in the resurrection, yeah, then what are you? Even? Yeah, or if you don't believe in the spiritual things like angels and demons and yeah. or but devils. I, but I think the reason you don't they see don't believe in the spirit. It's like what in the world? The reason you don't see very many Sadducees get saved in the New Testament is because there just aren't many of them. They weren't. They were Pharisees were like the bigger sect. Yeah. And then they won out eventually because all the Sadducees were wiped out when when. Uh, I think the Jerusalem. largest group of Pharisees was known as the the Sanhedrin. That's what it was called. I oh. think no. I think that's the 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 like the Congress, the Sanhedrin. Look it up. Yeah, Pastor. It says. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> this guy's struggling, bro. It, it says uh, the composition of the Sanhedrin. Yada yada yada. Uh, partition of the two major parties of the day: the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Some say the Sanhedrin was made up of Sadducees, some Pharisees, others, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Oh, okay, so, so basically, the Sanhedrin was was collectively both Sadducees and Pharisees. Exactly. Basically. So, so in that in Acts, when uh, the Sanhe- when the Sadducees and the Pharisees are like uh, that would be considered Paul. the Sanhedrin. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like the. Republican and Democratic parties. Of yes, today. actually, that's a very that's a really good parallel. Actually, well, uh, here's here's the thing: the the co- the the I guess the, the con- Sadducees would be like the Democrats. <laughs> the Congress in Israel today, or the Parliament, or whatever you want to call it, is called the Sanhedrin. The modern, <laughs> the modern. It's crazy. 
That's crazy. Congress. Yeah, because the, the the Sadducees can be like the Democrats and the Pharisees are like the Republicans, but they're both under the canopy of the Sanhedrin, which is just equally bad. Yeah. <clears throat> and we're, we're basically like the Christians. Yeah. We're yeah. Like Christians, basically. Because we're outside of that segment, you know? Yeah. It's pretty interesting, actually, if you think about it. I was watching a video earlier and um, some Israel, some Zionist was talking about how one of the first things that um, it, like Jews should have done when they got to Israel was, uh, you know, settle the land and then destroy Amalek. And then he talks about how to destroy Amalek. Amalek today is, you know, descended from Esau and Edom, et cetera, et cetera. And he says Amalek today is, is America. So what? we have to destroy America is what he was saying. That's what Aren't they already? So Wait, hold on a second. They're teaching the Jews that? The Jews are teaching that. The Zionists. Oh, the Jew, yeah. The but Zion. who are they t- they're teaching that to the Jews, though. Correct. Yes. Yeah, They've been weird. doing that. It's the Orthodox. The Orthodox sect is super, super anti, like, America and all this stuff. Even though America's helping them exactly, and Exactly, exactly. Because America is, they run is, like, is, like, and is just a whore, right? Um, what's his name? What's the president? Just a whore that's being used. What's the name of the president of Israel? Netanyahu. Yeah, Netanyahu. Netanyahu. Gets up. There's a clip of him getting up and says, you know, America is like the modern day Amalek. What? Yeah, and he says our, our America is the modern day Rome, and we know Rome is Amalek. Wow. So, I mean, why were we surprised, right? Yeah. And they gotta get Rome to kill the Christians. Yes, <laughs> that's a good. That's a good parallel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Things are very simple when it comes to Jews, man. <laughs> they, they hate God and they hate God's people. Just chalk it up to that. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to be teaching through the book of Revelation on Instagram on Friday. Is it going to be like clips of the Revelation series? No, I'm, I'm going to go live on Instagram okay. and just sit down and just kind of go verse by verse of each chapter. There's a lot of people on Instagram that are not on YouTube at all, and but they're on Instagram like crazy. So, Are you going to give them like bite-sized? No, I'm going, to, I'm going to try to go down deep on some things. Yeah, just like one-hour live streams? Yeah, I mean, you can go up to four hours, but I'm not going to go four hours teaching yeah, yeah. through the book of Revelation. I mean, I don't think people can handle that. But, um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to teach through it, and we'll see how it goes. And if people just are, don't tune in and they're just bored with it, then, you know, then I'll stop. Then <laughs> <laughs> I'll stop. Yeah. So I don't even know why I brought that up. I forgot why I brought well, that up. Well, we're talking about Jews. and Oh, yeah, it made me think of the Babylon, synagogue of Satan yeah. probably. That's what it is. Oh, yeah, talking about Babylon, the Antichrist, Mark of the Beast, all that stuff. So anyways, um, so we talk about scammers, and I looked up, or I didn't look it up. Someone either sent it to me or I saw it talking about the the rat children of Pakistan. Have you guys ever heard of that? Yeah. And it's, um, it's a deformity of children that basically... I think it can happen, not naturally. What's the word I'm looking Genetic. for? Genetically. It can happen genetically, right? And I don't know exactly why. They just have some sort of deficiency. That's them right there. And um, Mic- what is it called? Micro- microcephaly. 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 Yeah, microcephaly, basically ab- abnormal smallness of the head. Um, and it's basically associated with an incomplete brain development, which can happen genetically. But the ones in Pakistan, this is actually being like the parents of these children are actually doing this to their children. But Adam, you're saying that the parents do that in Pakistan to their children in order to basically make them beggars. Yes. Yeah, in order to get sympathy from people to get money and all that. I think right? I think it's that. And I'm also reading here that apparently um, in, in Pakistan, it says um, that they're, they're like revered as like divine or like gifts from God. And it says 
Um, so I understand they would do that so the children become beggars. I don't know if it was the gypsies who did this, but they would actually blind their children oh, so they could yeah. be so they could be better uh, in music, like musically. So whether they're going to play an instrument or be singers in the subways, they would do that. What? Yeah. And How would they blind them? Oh, here it is. Here it is. It says, so they, they are revered as divine creatures and si simultaneously stripped of their human dignity, reportedly infertile from across the country, flock to the shrine in the hopes of having a normal baby. Other pilgrims bring in their sick infants in hope of their bright health conditions in the future. And then they see them as like a, like these, these microcephaly children. They're like these divine creatures that like symbol symbolize fertility and they have them at the shrine and stuff. So they're, 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 they're doing it. So people have sympathy on them, but people in Pakistan also, I guess, revere these, these kids as like, obviously it's horrible that they're deformed like this, but so they kind of worship them or yeah. something. Remember, remember wow. that, but these people, but these children are not born that way. They're made that way. Well, they can be born that way as they well. They can, but most of them are made that way. Right. I think most of them are born that way because I was actually reading about this. Um, Pakistan has a lot of inbreeding, unfortunately. See, that's the first thing I thought of when I saw that. Mm -hmm. Is this looks like an um, genetic a result, thing. a genetic thing, but as a result of incest. Yeah, I think that's what it is because <clears throat> you know brothers or sisters or cousins <clears throat> over generations and generations and generations. It can happen, um, and that's actually something in the UK. So what's that called? The uh, the jaw. Uh, the the Habsburg Habsburg jaw. Where they get you like ever heard that? Giant deformed jaw. The Habsburg, ha Habsburg, Habsburg, yeah, Habsburg family, the family name, yeah, yeah. The where royal they're family. so yeah. inbred, where their jaw, their, their their underbite was so massive that they couldn't eat. They couldn't eat. Talk. Yeah, they couldn't talk, and they had like consistent seizures and had all these issues and problems. Well, that was only stuff. that wasn't all of them. It was only one of one of them that who like, had seizures. Yeah, and he was like the king of the or the emperor of the. But I heard all of them had some. All, sort of all of them, like all that. of them had deformities. But this guy, I think his name was Charles, had like was like the culmination of all of that. Like oh. he was like he was like twenty or something. He had the he had the like intelligence of an eight year old. He's just deleting the whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is that? Um, but yeah, to get back to the Pakistan thing, in there's a picture of Jay Leno. <laughs> <laughs> the Habsburg jaw. He's got the Habsburg jaw. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Well, that they like, yeah. Um, oh well. In the UK, it's it's an even bigger issue because there's a lot of Pakistanis in 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 England, and it's even a smaller genetic pool than in Pakistan. Mm -hmm. So inbreeding in in between the Pakistanis in England is like twenty times as intense. Is that like a? That's just like a thing. Or it's something? a cultural thing. Yeah. To do to commit incest. I guess so. That's so. Well, it's disgusting. a Muslim thing. Oh man. Where, where like cousin marriages are are just like the norm. And it's still a thing in a lot of places in the world, even Christian places, like in Brazil for example, cousin marriages are still are still like Okay, are we talking about like cousins like um like first cousins. Oh, first cousins. Like your your uncle's oh, children. Man. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah, in Brazil, I think it's it might be all South America, but Luisa was telling me that in Brazil, it's 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 not common, but it's not like viewed as weird or unacceptable or something like that. Well, obviously, the 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 main thing here is the fact that a lot of these countries are just godless mm -hmm. because if they had the word of God, they would know that this is wrong, this is disgusting, and would you consider cousin, cousin an incestuous marriage or yeah. uh, in, incestuous uh, union? Yeah. Absolutely, okay. yeah, cousin with cousins, mm -hmm. yes, especially you know. I think it's different if it's like a cousin who is like not blood related at all. Mm -hmm. But if it's blood related, obviously that's incest, mm -hmm. you know, and there's going to be some form of deformity in that child. Um, but that is gross. Yeah. That's disgusting. That's sad. 
Yeah. And it's kind of all over. Every culture has that weird thing that they do where they make some kind of deformity out of their children. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like China. like China with the feet. Yeah. Where they break their feet. They form like them you, into like <clears throat> little hooves almost. Yeah. That's crazy. And then I, I've seen They do it to little girls. Gr- only women though, I think. Yes. Which is, which is weird because these, you know, grown women mm-hmm. having little feet because it's attractive to men. I don't. I think women do it like for themselves. I thought they would no, do dude, it for men. No, dude, nobody is going to do that to themselves. themselves. Like I guess I they must I guess they must find themselves. it attractive, the men. Well, that's what that's what's kind of weird about that. Well, it's like in Africa where people put like giant hoops in their in yeah. their lips and and deform their noses and all their this neck. stuff. I'm their just neck. saying yeah, like their neck I'm just saying it. if if there's men who find that attractive, like there's only one group of people who have small feet like that and those are children. Mhm. And to want someone to have small feet like that, it's just like, that's disgusting. Like, that's not natural. It's nasty. It's, na- it's unnatural. Yeah. Even to the point of breaking the foot and, and. Yeah, dude. Like, if you ever seen the foot without. Yeah, that picture right there. Good night. It looks like, it looks like a, it looks like a shoe. It looks like a hoof. Yeah, it looks like a hoof. Yeah, look at, what in the world? The toes are like all on the. I don't think, all, I don't man. think they do it anymore though. That was like in, in the, in the past. Yeah. Thankfully. Yeah, that was in the past. Well, but there, you know, a lot of cultures have done that. A lot of yeah, a lot of cultures have they done still that. Had cameras apparently. in yeah. different different parts of the world where, like you said, the disc and the lip elongate the then, neck. Elongate the neck, or even what is that? What are we talking about? The cranial deform, like the Egyptian one, cranial deformation. Cranial and deformation. Then we have like the American equivalent these days with like Botox. Well, he, that's the thing. Okay, so we look at that and we're like, oh man, that's that's so right. disgusting that's and wicked. But it's like you look America at these, does. look at these celebrities with like these giant clown lips and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Botox and um, breast implants. What are they doing to themselves? Even that's tattoos crazy. and plugs and, and piercings and all that. That's a, that's stuff of the heathen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. See, that's what I was talking about right there. What is that? This is that's totally like, that's an extreme. Like, that's sure. not real. Yeah, but but it is real. It's real. There's people who there, there's more than one person who's done that. Where they literally they'll split their tongue to make it look like a reptile, or like a snake. Yeah, I've seen that. And they'll put um, some sort of just green tattoo all over their metal body. stones in their eyebrow to kind of disfigure their their to brow. make it look like rept like <clears throat> lizards or yeah. whatever. That's nasty. That's it's, ridiculous, dude. It's a uh, it's a hatred what a of one's freak, own body. What a freak show! What? No. Oh, I'll oh, dude, pull he, it up. He made he makes himself look like the Ken doll. Ken doll, like the Ken doll. Unbelievable. Um, he looks like an alien, dude. These are the real little girls. Oh man, what in the world? That's crazy. You faggot. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. Have you seen the Bogdanovs? That looks... That look, oh, dude. Blow yeah, up the picture. I know what you're talking about. Have you seen the Bogdanovs? Do you, do you know who that is? What in the world? Yeah, look at this. So these are two French guys who were like into like science and stuff in the early 80s. And like that's the bottom. That's the top is before and after. They're, they're twins. And what do they do to themselves? I mean, just look. <laughs> <laughs> Botched botched surgeries what were they trying to go for they're they're getting old i don't know ask them <laughs> but there's like there's like um Eesh. legends online about these guys about the bogdanovs legends about what i don't know they control like france that and stuff. they're from like, oh. outer space or something <laughs> yeah oh bogdanov twins yeah man oh synthol oh yeah tell me more about that that's what you that's work? what you did right <laughs> <laughs> tell me more how does this work yeah. fake abs huh oh dude did you see recently? Do you know who Ellen Page is? 
No. Do you know who that is? Nay. Yeah, the lesbo, but now she's a tranny. And then she put a picture online of her with um, fake abs, like in, in, in swim trunks. And obviously she's transitioned to a tranny now, and then she has these fake abs. Ugh. And it's just like, it's ridiculous, dude. Do they call her, he call, she calls herself uh, Elliot, Elliot Page now. Yeah. Elliot Page. Ellen Page is her, is her original name. <laughs> oh, and Juno. She was in Juno. I have no idea what that is. X-Men. X-Men. Right. She was an X Men. So she wanted to continue her role as a freak. <laughs> Mut- mutant. <laughs> as a mutant, yeah. That's gross. Mutant, all right. America has learned the way of the heathen and has become a degenerate, even to the point of destroying one's own body. And there's plenty of people out there who do these uh, plastic surgery procedures and they end up dying because of it, because they get infected or whatever it may be. And um, it's. it's just be happy with who you are, man. At no. least, like, other countries, they might have an excuse. Like, these things are actually forced upon them. Whereas in America, these people, people aren't normal. Line. These people are not normal. Because in the Bible says, well, here? anybody anybody who def- cause, deforms their body in any way, whether Botox. At least in other countries, like, th- these things are imposed upon them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In America, you have the choice. Yeah. In America, like they choose they may- to be that yes. way. Yeah. And it costs so much money. Like, how these people. Well, like the take out credit card loans, the injections to the lips. It's it's a constant thing. You have to constantly do it. And then they did. It just looks like disgusting. And the thing is, you know, these people are not normal. Uh, hold on a second, brother Elisa's. Once you're done with that, can you go open the door for my wife? Um, these people are not normal because the Bible says that no man never yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it. And so, and it's talking about normal people. Like a normal person doesn't hate their own self. They don't hate their body. They don't hate their flesh. And the proof of that is that they nourish it. They cherish it. You know, obviously there's people out there with insecurities for whatever reason. But um, to to comp- break your feet, to tattoo your entire body, or to put plugs in, or to get Botox, it's like that's an extreme abnormal change that sometimes costs people their lives, you know? Yeah. We're fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. I think yeah. that's why it's important to um, to compliment your children as much as you can when they're young, to build their confidence. Because they don't want to look like freaks when they Even not. Well, <laughs> no, just because, like, you know, uh, Sometimes people go down that road because they're insecure yeah, yeah. and they get around other insecure people and these other insecure people found a solution to their insecurity, which is Botox, tattoos, yeah. all these other things. But if you if you just praise your children and love your children and tell your daughters that they're beautiful, tell your sons that they're handsome, they're just going to be confident in who they are. Or just avoid like Hollywood, you know, the magazines and like... Yeah. The makeup, yeah, the, right. And not even Botox, but like they slap so much makeup on their face, and yeah. Can't that's even, that's well, what, here's that's the thing about that. That's unavoidable now, even on like TikTok. It is Instagram. unavoidable to a certain extent, but even then, just teaching them that that is actually really fake. Like a lot of that stuff, like the the advertisements of the, of the of the of the beautiful women. It's all Photoshop. It's all Photoshop. It is. Yeah. A lot of it's just Photoshop. They can be literally a complete different person. I've heard I've heard of stories of men marrying women. And then <laughs> they wake up the next morning just not recognizing who they're waking up next to. Yeah. Because they actu- they're photoshopped? No. <laughs> they Damn, so that's some good makeup. Photoshop, bro. <laughs> it works in real life, too, yeah. Because of their makeup. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they actually sue to <laughs> get a divorce and what for damages. Oh, yeah, I've heard of stuff like that. That's in, like, Korea. That happens in Korea where, like, there's, That's like, nice, tons bro. of plastic surgery and all that stuff. Well, you know, th- now it's getting to a point where it's, it's getting to a point where um, people are trying to get surgery. Or I've heard of people getting surgery to look like the filters version of themselves from like Instagram like or the TikTok. mouse filters and stuff. because they, they you know Instagram or or, or filter no nah, they have like a filter where it just like I don't know makes your, makes your eyes, eyes bigger, bigger makes your mouth smaller yeah it kind of does does something to your face or makes you look you know? like more anime no it makes you look more like anime. a little like a little if you're a woman makes you look like a little girl gives you like tiny infantile features like a small I have nose, no idea big eyes big what? head man sues ex-wife for having ugly children oh that's in <laughs> what that's in that's in Korea um so this guy married this woman who had tons of plastic surgery, or he didn't know she had tons of plastic mm-hmm. surgery, and then they have children, and all the children are, are it doesn't translate ugly. over genetically. How, what do you mean they're ugly? How do you say that well, you got ugly surgery. children? Bring up the it's like, bro. Up. How do you know that those genetics didn't come from you, son? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Idiot. Because th- that, that story was actually fake. Actually, he found at the, the end of the day, this one's fake. Surgery. Yeah, that story was fake. How do you know it's fake? I, it was like it's like an urban legend online. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, didn't you just didn't you just talk about it? I remember that it was fake. Pastor, oh, okay. The guy finds all these. He's like, that was actually me. I made that. I made up that story. The guy, I'm surprised it's still on the internet. I wrote that article actually. The guy fake finds news. All, all these receipts for plastic surgery. He's like, what is this? That's crazy, man. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't think the Bible is 100 percent against makeup, um, but anything in excess. There's a limit. Yeah, there's sake. a limit. Everything in excess is just really bad. So, and um, you should be happy with who you are. And, and obviously, uh, makeup is not – I don't think it's sinful. I just think if it's in excess, it's sinful. You know what I mean? It, I mean, it, they call it a vanity mirror for for a reason. For a reason. Oh, I, I'll take that back. I don't want to say it's, it's, it's sinful if it's in excess because the Bible doesn't say it's sinful. But obviously, the Bible paints – It in uh, a bad light. It mm-hmm. in a bad light. Well, Pun intended. Yeah. Because it says painting it on her right. face. Oh, yeah, right? true. So um, you should yeah. just be happy with who you are, you know? Yeah. And, and that's not to say you can't wear gold, pearls, or costly array or broided hair. But the emphasis obviously should be put on the on the inner man, you know? But obviously, you know, there's people out there who, who uh, are discontent with themselves, but they just need to realize that they're fearfully and wonderfully made. But I honestly believe, like you said, first of all, just staying away from – all the advertisements and Hollywood and what Hollywood portrays as being beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, um, fine. yeah. And then mom and dad just praising their kids and not putting them down and everything and make sure they, they watch who they associate with, you know, sometimes their people, friends are, if people are discontent about the way they look or something for like a specific reason, say they're like overweight. Yeah. Right. Then I think that at that point you should work to fix that. Cause obviously, yeah. that's, obviously well, that's obviously your not your natural frame, right? Exactly. Yeah. So hike, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think that kind of ties into like time preference, kind of what I was thinking about. Because a lot of what a lot of what some people will do now is instead of going on a diet, what whatever diet you choose, right? Whether it be caloric restriction or keto or carnivore, yeah, do some carnivores keto. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, do something. But what a lot of people are doing now is they're getting like their stomach. Um, what do you call it? Well, okay. So okay, uh, going back to the the whole plastic surgery. Yeah. Well, now what they'll do, and, I, and I've known someone who actually did what you're about to talk about, yeah. and they actually died from that. Where the they, stu- where they cut, staple the stomach, right? Well, they'll cut the stomach. And make it smaller. Make it smaller yeah. so they get full faster. Yeah. They died from that? Yeah, they died from that. Wow. Because what happened, well, well, I know two people. One died from it. 
um, during the surgery Dang. because they, they because of the fact that it got infected. And so when they would eat, um, you know, obviously food becomes fecal matter in your body. Yeah. And it began to leak out oh, through boy. the intestines and poison them, and they ended up dying. Wow. And then the other one, I can't remember what it was, but I think that just little by little, they enlarge their stomach, and they end up getting fat again. Right, because it expands. Your stomach yeah. can expand. And it's it's such a costly procedure, too. It's yeah. thousands and thousands of dollars, all just because you're lazy. Yeah. You don't want to like put in the work. You don't want to Well, a lot of times, too, is like people have have reached the, the, uh, the boundary of – or they surpass the boundary of going back to their regular normal size. What do you mean? You know, because they're like 350 pounds overweight or 400 pounds overweight. Then fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm just saying at that point, you're not going to return back to your normal frame is what I'm saying. Yeah, well, you've gone past Like you're always going to have like loose skin or yes. whatever and stuff like that. Correct. Yeah. Well, that's just the consequences of your yeah. – stapling your stomach isn't going to fix that either. Right. right. Yeah. But that kind of goes into like time preference. Like people want, um, they want self, they want gratification now. They yeah. don't, they don't want to work hard and maybe years. It might take years to get to that point. But at the end of that thing, it's going to be better than you spending thousands of dollars to staple your stomach. It's called delayed gratification. Delayed gratification, exactly. And they, uh, there's actually something interesting is like children have very, very high time preference. And what that means, time preference is like a, is like how much you value time. Mm-hmm. Basically, how much you value the present over the future. And they did a test at Stanford, I think, a university, where they had they brought in a bunch of kids ranging from like four years old to like 10 years old, and they placed a marshmallow in front of them. Mm-hmm. And the scientist said, or the researcher or whatever said, I will come back. Oh, I've seen, I've seen, I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. And there's a book that I read that, that talked about yeah, that. Yeah, it's, re- it's really interesting. So children have this high time preference. He said, um, if, if I'm going to put this marshmallow in front of you, I'm going to leave you alone in this room for 15 minutes. If you don't eat that marshmallow, I'll come back in 15 minutes and give you another marshmallow, mm-hmm. right? And then you you watch the video and these kids are like struggling not to eat the marshmallow. They're like staring down at it and all this stuff. And like some kids eat the marshmallow and they don't get that reward in 15 minutes. And some kids just wait and they don't yeah. eat that marshmallow. And and what's interesting about that study is they came back to all those kids that, that did that, that study like 15, 20 years later. And they found that the kids who had a lower time preference, as in they didn't eat the marshmallow, they waited to double that in, in 15 minutes. They had they were more successful. In yeah. Life, right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And that's like a biblical concept too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Delayed gratification. Delayed gratification. It's basically a pay now, play later kind of thing. Yeah. Where you can play now or pay later. And it's a matter of are you willing to sac- – I think Pastor Anderson preached something like that, which is basically like choose your suffering. Because you're going to suffer now or you're going to suffer later. Right. But it's better to suffer up front and then... Be uh, rewarded later. Be rewarded later for that. Yeah, exactly. And that's basically what the Christian life is all about. Mm-hmm. It's suffering now. You think of Moses in Hebrews chapter 11 says that uh, he chose to suffer the afflictions with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. And he esteemed exactly, the reproach yeah. of Christ's greater riches than the riches of Egypt. You basically. preached on that last Sunday. Yeah. Be, like, like, yeah, it'll be pleasurable if you do it right now. Right. But l- Afterwards, l- thy mouth shall be filled with gravel. Exactly. And bread stolen, uh, stolen bread is sweet, but afterwards thy mouth shall be filled with gravel. Yeah. And just the fact that sometimes it's just better to wait. You think of you think of uh, young men who just can't wait to get into a relationship and they commit fornication or something like that, and then they have to live with that kind of. I'm not saying they have to live with it for the rest of their lives, but it's almost like a, a blotch on their own personal record and yeah. their own mind. You know what I mean? Whereas someone who's just willing to wait doesn't have to carry around 
the guilty conscience of man that I did that one time. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, and it 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 applies all across the board for all types of things, and but especially in the Christian life because the Christian life is filled with trials and tribulations and hardships. You have to bear it sometimes. You have to bear it. Yeah. You know, you got to take up your cross. Well, think about Jesus. Well, how does it go? It, it says, um, looking unto Jesus, Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, for the joy that was set before him, him endured the cross, despising the shame. So basically, he endured like, the cross he endured and, the cross yeah. because he saw the, the joy that was set before him. What would him, come, exactly. What would come because of it. Yeah. And that's kind of how, you know, God wants us all to live, you know? Yeah. And that's, I was like, I was listening to a... a what is that called? What is that? What's the, the modern term? Time preference. Time preference. Why do they call it time preference? Like, what do you prefer? Yeah, how much How much do you prefer time, essentially, is what it oh, is. Oh, I see, I see. Like, how much do you value time? Exactly, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. Or um, should is it more like, what time do you prefer the most? Like, the time spent later, the time spent now? Essentially, essentially, what it means is, like, do you, or do you value now a lot, or do you value the future a lot? Yeah. Essentially? It's, it's like a gradient, like how much. So, low time preference people... They value the future a lot because they don't. They don't prefer time. They don't. Yeah. They don't. They don't care for it essentially. And I think people can change in that area. Oh yeah, it's discipline can be learned. I think. Yeah. And the, time preference is essentially discipline. Yeah. And like this is kind of like a, a segue, but like civilization, like like society and everything is built on how much on like time preference. Like for example, like um, the example given is like a fisherman who he just catches fish with a spear every day, mm-hmm. and he's been doing. His father did it. His father's fathers did it, and, and it's worked. They'll, they'll live and they'll subsist on that fish and, and all that stuff. But then you have another fisherman who, you know, he takes a risk to create a fishing rod. He might waste his time creating this fishing rod. He doesn't know if it'll work. He doesn't know if it'll be good. He doesn't know, know if it'll even be worth it to create this fishing rod to, to catch more fish. But he takes that risk and he values the future more than he values now. Mm-hmm. More than he values like the catching fish with a spear that's been done forever and it's proved to work. And eventually the fisherman who creates that, 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 that fishing rod Eventually, he creates a boat. He creates a, a giant carrier. He creates a net. He, it, it it compounds. And that's compounds. how corporations are essentially created. And yeah, and that and like in in a way, that's how our like that's how civilization is made is on time preference and patience and how mm-hmm. much you value now versus later. I remember hearing this illustration of um, it, it's basically the illustration is you can have a man with a dull axe hacking at a tree trying to cut it down. And he can hack at it for, I don't know how, how many hacks you got to like hit a tree for until you knock it down. Mm-hmm. But let's say 100 of them, right? 100 hacks, you get the tree down with the dull blade. I might be wrong, so you guys who live out in the woods, <laughs> don't, don't the judge tree. me. What it's an example. Whatever. It's an example. Forget you guys. No, I'm just kidding. Forget your lumberjacks. <laughs> but uh, uh, whereas the other guy actually spends the majority of the time sharpening his axe mm-hmm. to make it sure that it's nice and sharp. And he might take just as much time as the guy who's doing 100 hacks, but the difference is is that he only has to do five of them. Yeah. And then he cuts down the tree. It's essentially the same. It's the same principle. It's like, yeah. where are you going to invest all your time in? Exactly. And the thing is, like, uh, time pre- that, that's really good time preference. And it's kind it kind of goes hand in hand with systems because of the fact that um, time preference is your perspective or your disposition towards goals mm-hmm. being successful. But in order to uh, to reach that or to flesh that out in your life, you need systems in your life, mm-hmm. right? Because system the system is the vehicle that will take you to that preferred time. What do you mean by, by systems? 
because of the fact like you know you think of time preference okay time preference is dealing with your mentality regarding your goals exactly yeah. right like i want to reach this goal so therefore i need to go without today so i can have more tomorrow mm-hmm. but the reality is is that within every single one of us is a desire to have it now mm-hmm. So in order to compensate for that or to overcome that so we can have, be successful later, you have to have systems in place to make you do what, you, what you're what supposed right, to right. do like, yeah, yeah. until you get to, to that preferred goal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because sometimes sin nature, just you're lazy or you just don't want to do it or you get taken off course. Well, we all prefer to have it now. Yeah. Like it's, it's innate. The system will help you to reach that goal. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, and the good thing about systems is that you don't necessarily need disciplines for systems. You just need a system. I mean, that goes into the whole habit loop or whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's good. What and is it, that, a book? It's a, it's actually a audio book called The Bitcoin Standard. Ah, <laughs> I t- didn't I tell you? I was like, this sounds like something regarding Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> He's like, no, 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 Sherman, I got Bruce Sherman. No, I didn't say I did. I, I, I said no. Well, I'm going to get that book, it Bitcoin it, Standard. I'm going to get that it's book. It's a really, it's, it's, um, I'd, I would recommend it to anybody, even if you're not interested in, in Bitcoin or whatever. The first half is, it kind of goes over historical examples of like economics. So you can learn about how economies work and Austrian economics and how money works and stuff yeah. like that. And the second, the, and he gives many like examples that I found like really helpful to like a Christian's perspective as well with this time preference thing. Yeah. I think you can find that in the Bible, but also I, I. Well, yeah, it's all over the Bible. Yeah, but this also is tied into a recent sermon that Pastor Anderson preached about um, low risk, low reward, mm-hmm. where time preference also works with how risk averse you are. Obviously, I mean, you you founded a church that was a risky endeavor. Mm-hmm. It could have not worked out. Yeah. Or like every time you go knocking doors, it, there's a risk that you know you don't get anybody saved, or there's a risk that you get yelled at, or whatever. Or if it's your first time soul winning, there's a risk that you knock on somebody's door that you know. Yeah. Right. But with everything in life, like there, there's a risk and you have to measure that risk. And the worst thing you can do is not take any risks right. in your life. And that, that was kind of like the, the message from Pastor Anderson's sermon last Sunday. And I really like that because he uses the example of the, the, the slothful servant mm-hmm. where he took, he took the talent from the master and he, and he put it in a napkin and he just hid it. Whereas the other servants, they went and they, you know, they invested, they invested and, it, and yeah. they worked and they made their money become more. Mm-hmm. The, he had 10 talents and then five talents. And the master eventually took it from the slothful servant. The one talent gave it to the, the, the servant with 10 talents. So I think, I, I don't think God wants us to be, essentially there's Pastor Anderson was saying, he, God doesn't want us to be risk averse. He doesn't want us to play it safe all the time. Right. We have to take risks in life. And, yeah. I, and I think like. Well, we walk by faith ultimately. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's well, risk. if, if, if yeah, that's exactly. not risk, then what is? Exactly. Because yeah. you're walking by faith, not knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was telling you about the, the, the parable of the man who bought the field with treasure. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he, he sees the field. He comes across this treasure in the field, the parable. And the Bible says that he goes and he sells everything that he has to buy that field. Because he knows. Because he knows the treasures in that field. So even though he loses everything up front, he does it so he, he can gain. He wins right. everything yeah. in, the, in the long That's run. That's time preference as yeah. well. He's saying like, well, I'm going to lose everything now, but hey, there's a chance. There, there is a chance. That he that future- saveth his life shall lose it, but whosoever loses it for my sake this, shall keep it. Yeah. You're not the same shall save it. That at this time, you're not really losing anything. Well, you lose it momentarily. Obviously, obviously, it goes it goes back to obviously it goes back to what your perspective is. Is it do you consider losing it or do you consider investing it? Basically, right? But the Bible will say you're losing it just because it, sometimes it can feel like a loss, oh, you yeah. know. But uh, it's only a momentary loss. What do you and what what are you talking about? Like 
just anything that you do. Like, you know, you lose your life now. Mm-hmm. You lose, uh, you know, living a carnal life now. Right. You lose having the, the immediate fulfillment well, now. Something that it'll we, give, it'll be given to you a anyway. hundredfold. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's something that you were going to lose anyway. Yeah. Because we, we come but, naked but, into this world. And, and absolutely. But you know what? A lot of people don't come to that conclusion immediately, though. That's something that I think sometimes people have to learn after losing a couple times. Mm-hmm. That event you actually come to that conclusion when you when you have lost something. It's just like you know I'm eventually going to lose it anyways. I know? think I think it also ties into being like eternally minded. Yeah, where like act as if you're going to live forever. Right, kind of kind of thing. It's like if if say like this is kind of like a carnal example, but um, it's because I was listening to that Bitcoin standard <laughs> book. Yeah. But say you invest like as a Christian, you have a Christian. Say you invest. X amount of dollars, hundred dollars into this, and then you lose it all. It never goes back up until the day you die. So what? Yeah. But it would it, would it be better that you just didn't do anything? You just kept that hundred dollars or whatever, right? Or would it be better that you took that risk and that chance to give your the next generation a better life? And that's actually a sermon Pastor Thompson preached about how um, in the Old Testament it was really important to leave something for your children, mm-hmm. an inheritance, and it was a sermon about wills and stuff like that, like writing a will and yeah. all the importance of that and stuff. And he, he highlighted that it's 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 seen in the Bible as I don't remember the verse exactly, but it's seen in the Bible as wicked not if to leave yeah. not to leave an inheritance to your Oh righteous man leaveth an inheritance for his children. Exactly, yeah. So if if you can't do that in the in the position that you are, then maybe you should be more risky. Yeah. I think. That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean the Christian life is full of risks and I think you should take it. We took a risk starting this church. Yeah. Even though Pastor Anderson is the one who founded it, it was a risk even taking charge and, and being the boots on the ground. And I remember even prior to that, just ha- taking the risk of believing the, the, the beliefs that I had. You take, a it, risk, you take a risk every Sunday when you get behind the pulpit. Exactly. Or when you preach against homos or something. You know, they like we lost everything initially before we even started the church, but it was worth the risk because then look what happened. You know? Well, yeah. it's just Amen. God's promise that you're, you're not only rewarded in this life, but in the life to come also. Yeah. Or should we say we're not only rewarded in the life to come, but even in this yes, life. And vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because sometimes we think, well, only the reward is is only in the in the life to come. But the Bible actually says having the promise of the life which now is and of that which is to come. It's like you also get reward in this life as well. Because, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, when I, when we lost everything, I thought to myself, well, at least, you know, God's going to be pleased with me in heaven. Yeah. But something even sooner came than that. You right. know, I brand new family, brand new church. It's just a lot of opportunities. I, I got to get more people saved. Yeah. Have a broader audience to preach the word so of God. Imagine to. if you never took that risk. Yeah, imagine, if, imagine if, yeah, exactly. What if we never took that? What risk? What if you said no? It's too risky. I just want to live a quiet life. I just want to go to imagine work. Everything to that we would have missed out on. Yeah, you know. Imagine all yeah. the souls I wouldn't have been saved. The rod of iron wouldn't have even existed. This podcast this wouldn't. Podcast. Be. <laughs> I know that hurt my ears too. Sorry. This podcast wouldn't have even existed. I wouldn't have met my wife. Thank yeah. you, Pastor. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so many relationships, so many families were, yeah. were born out of this church. Or, yeah, yeah, it's born. worth. It's always worth the risk. Yeah. And you know what? If 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 you come out losing because you took a risk, well, you know, I here's my philosophy: is I'd rather take a risk and lose out than not take a risk and wonder what would have happened exactly. if I would have just taken the risk. Yeah. Isn't that the worst feeling ever? Yeah, yeah. Like, man, what would have happened if I would have just done that? Yeah. I'd rather just do it and fail. What do you think <laughs> Demas is thinking right now in heaven? He's, he's thinking, I screwed up. Oh, man, I should have just stuck with Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been so Paul went places. Stuck with Paul. Yeah. yeah. Like, like he could have had a lot, his name spoken of in a lighter, yeah. you know. Uh, or even not have his name mentioned at all would have been probably... Yeah, that probably would have been better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
I'm sure he would have just taken that. Yeah. Boy. You just never know. I mean, you have a the story of uh, uh, not Saul, excuse me, Saul's son Jonathan and his armor bearer, and that that ties into that. Yeah, he says, and Jonathan said to the young man that bear his armor, come, let us go over into the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. Mm-hmm. He's like, let's go see what God can do. Let's <laughs> see what yeah, happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah. And they ended up getting a, like, a great victory because of it. That was a risk. I it. love living like that. It was like, you just yeah. never know what God's going to do. Just be radical. Just try it. Just be radical. You know? <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you never know. God's not restrained. There's no limit to God, what God can do with yeah. us. And, you know, Jonathan took a risk. Now, that, that was a physical risk that he took there, you know. So that's good. Yeah. Amen. What was the other topic we were going to talk about? The Hyperloop. Oh, Hyperloop. Is that even what that is interesting? That, uh, I don't know what we're even going to. I guess it ties into EA, just UA, what is UAPs. It? It's like a. From what I understand, this might be a dated understanding of it, but um, the hyperloop. It, it's like a proposed um, t- underground tunnel by by Elon Musk's company, the Boring Company, and it. Oh, it's part of the Boring Company. Yeah, boring as in like digging. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait. That's what boring means. Oh, so it's a play on play. Yeah, words. it's a play on words. Yeah. Because the bo- have you heard of his Boring Company? Yes. <laughs> oh, you T- have Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> You know what it's about. I'm, I'm serious. Have you heard of it? Yeah. They come up with all these weird inventions and stuff like yes. the flamethrower and all that. Originally, it was... Hats, uh, right? No, I think originally it was the boring company was like it was founded to make tunnels, as in to bore underground. Oh, okay. I think that's why it's called that. But it, from what I understand, it must be, might be a dated uh, understanding. Uh, he wants to create these vacuum tunnels underground that go from city to city. So I think the proposed one is Las Vegas to LA, mm-hmm. um, I think, or maybe Las Vegas to uh, San Francisco or something. And um, how fast? I think it's like, I don't want to say the wrong number. It sounds stupid, but it might be like 300 miles per hour or something like that. 300. But that's not that fast. 300 miles per hour is pretty fast. Is that's, that, like, that's three times the speed that you go on, like from Arizona to. But the Japanese LA. already have the trains that go. The bullet train? Yeah. Isn't that doing like 300 miles per hour? How fast is the bullet train? Ulysses, look it up. Okay, it's 670 miles per okay, hour. Oh, dang. That's, okay, that's, that's pretty fast. <laughs> dang. That's here to Arizona oh, in an dang. hour. Yeah. That's what? Here to Arizona in an hour. 670 miles an hour. How fast does that bullet train go? Uh, 200 miles. Oh, that's 200? Yeah. Dang, Elon just like well, blew I, that out the from water. From what I understand, well, it, not it, yet. He hasn't done it yeah, yet. It doesn't work so yet. I don't give well, well I mean, credit. he's pretty much done everything else he said he's going to invent, yeah. right? Yeah, so. I mean... What has he done? What do you mean? He made a car that just drives by itself. What are you talking <laughs> but about? But people made cars that drive on water. Like, it's not that. Yeah, but those does everyone called, have that, though? Those are called boats. Dude, the other day I was no, driving down the freeway. So much politics I was involved. driving down the freeway, and I'm driving, and this guy pulls up, and he's just, like, meditating outside his window. I'm like, why is this guy, like, not paying attention to where? And I'm like, is this guy driving a Tesla? And he looks at me, and he just, like, he just waves at me. Hello, and he's peasant. Like, <laughs> yeah, and he's just, like, stroking his beard and stuff. I'm like... Wow, really? Oh, no, sorry, You're just going to do that in front of me like that? <laughs> just going to flex on You're me? You're going to flex on me like that? From here to Phoenix, <laughs> Phoenix is 300, <laughs> it's 373 I try to do miles. the same, but you know what I mean? <laughs> then like, I crashed. I'm haul, yeah. I'm haul, yeah. I took my hands off the wheel for a little bit just until I passed them up. <laughs> what are you saying, Hike? No, never mind. It's 468 miles. So you'd Phoenix. get there in like 20 minutes with the Hyperloop. No. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Like What's 400? 468 miles. What Phoenix, is? To Phoenix. From here? Oh. Yeah. So you'd get there in like 45 minutes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
That's from like here to Phoenix in 45 minutes. And that's a plane. I think, isn't that the plane ride? How long it takes mm-hmm. on the plane? Uh, the plane the ride actually takes more. Plane, really? Yeah, oh, yeah, because pl- you have to get on the plane. Yeah. You have to, like... Well, no, no. For, the flight takes about an hour, maybe, like, an hour and 15 minutes mm-hmm. from here to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hour and 15, maybe hour and 30. Less than an hour and 15. But 45 minutes is a huge change from that. Yeah. And I think the way it works is with, with like, vacuum technology. Like, like literally, like, the like you know how you have a vacuum? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So it like sucks. I think whatever it is, it sucks the rail car or the car or the, the whatever. Dude, it they is. better know what they're doing because like <laughs> that'll break your back. I mean, Dude, or you just speed, just yeah. freaking the G-force suck all your organs out of your body or something. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine. I think better have good waiting breaks. for your family to come and then they pull up and you're just like, what in the world? They're just spaghetti. They, this is insane. But then again, I'm sorry that that wouldn't even make sense because relativity, rel- the, the law of relativity is that what it is? Yeah. Would kick in obviously, it's, so they wouldn't. It's a theory, right? I mean, it's not. A, it's it's not real. A what do you mean? That thing is real. Then why is it still called a theory of relativity? Because you can't prove it. It's like the theory of gravity. You can't prove it exists. But you can observe it. Yeah. Like okay, for I saw this I mean, video. Yeah, I know how it works. I saw this video of of these guys. They're on a train that was going really fast, mm-hmm. and um, they had a trampoline in between the box cars, mm-hmm. and they're going really fast, yeah. and the guys. For the guy on, on the trampoline. train, it's only up and down. But for the guy observing from the outside, can you let me? Can you let me explain it? Yeah, <laughs> this guy absolutely. doesn't even believe in it. Is what it is. It's still a theory. I think yeah. it's. A, I think it's a theory because we don't actually know why gravity is there. Like the theory, the theory of gravity is that you know mass attracts right things, right? Right. Like planets attract stuff, and yeah. I, you have a you have like attraction in your body. Anyways, you're massive. Uh, so the tube, <laughs> Elon Musk is making. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna look up how it works. It, I just don't foresee him making one. I can see, I can see that happening in the United States, but not from the United States to Europe, for example. I, I could see that happening. I don't see why not. Because well, we were you, talking about this earlier. There's yeah, like, but you said, you know, because we have wires from here to Europe, but there's a difference, big difference between wires and human beings. These are giant cables. Big difference between giant <laughs> cables and human beings. What? What's the difference? Uh, the one is living. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like I'm sure there are so many companies out there that probably have this like theory or have schematics on it, but who gets the contract ultimately? Because there's so much politics involved. There's a lot of politics on on Elon Musk's car being on the roadways right now. Yeah. Because the guy who eventually I think originally came up with like water powered engine or or like some other engine hydrogen. That was, yeah, are you talking the about dude got te- the actual guy Tesla. No, not 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 him. Nikola Although he Tesla? died all poor and everything. Um, <laughs> is that, are so those the schematics right there? Yeah, the what is that? Undersea, oh, cable map. Oh, that's what the cable That's guy, like internet cables. But wow. the guy who came up with an engine does, that could run off, I think it was on water, that guy got assassinated because there's just so much money That sounds fake, in though. Like How Why? in the world, in our Wi-Fi world, the internet still depends on undersea cables? Isn't that crazy that the oceans are just beating up against these You know cables? sharks attack those things? I, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. But they don't know why. Oh, they don't know why they attack them? Sharks will literally go and like chew on those cables for like and try to destroy them. And they have no idea Probably why. Because it's just good for their teeth or something. I think they're, I th- the theory is they're attracted to like electromagnetic something or whatever, mm. the radiation that comes off of it. <laughs> Actually, one of those, one of those sharks, one of those cables went down. I don't know when this happened. Maybe it was like, it must have been years ago, but there was like a huge outage for like, like five minutes while the, while a, like a backup cable kicked in. 
because some char- shark chewed on the cable. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty wild. Some great white shark in the middle of the ocean, nowhere, is just messing everything up for everyone. There's like no internet for you. <laughs> that stinking shark out there. <laughs> yeah. But these, there's like huge internet cables. That's how we communicate with like Europe and China. And I don't whatever. think it's gonna happen. What's not? What's gonna happen? The uh, the underground. The hyperloop. The hyperloop. I don't know. At I, least two other countries. That's what I said. Like you mean cross Atlantic or cross Pacific? Yeah. I, I think is it in Revelation where it's, it's like the the merchant ships? Or, because ultimately, what comes to mind if something like that does happen is trade, right? Right. I mean, we're moving oh, a lot yeah. of products. Mm-hmm. That's I true. I don't know. Yeah, I, well, I see what you're saying. There's just so much politics involved. And plus, if those UAPs mm-hmm. are real, mm-hmm. that technology exists, that the government's working on, um, you know, obviously those are probably better than those underground tunnels. Yeah. Because they're traveling like at 13,000 miles an hour. That's, uh, how, much, how much do you believe that, though? I mean, that's what they're claiming. Yeah. I mean, are, like, are you? I haven't seen it for myself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but they. I mean, there's apparently there's a lot of evidence that that it's there. Yeah. Like they have plenty of evidence that, that it exists. And when you, when they track how fast it's going, they say they tracked it up to thirteen thousand miles an hour. That's insane. That is insane. And with no ripples in the, I mean, it could either be some advanced technology, or it is uh, uh, some sort of hologram that the that the it government's might be, using. Yeah, it might be. That could be it. Yeah, absolutely. But, but here's the thing: some, some is like at those the thing things, is nobody's in there. Well, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe How there is. I, exactly. We don't. You can tell time, man. I mean, I mean, relativity. <laughs> I mean, no, if, I mean, if you're going in a car like 120 on the freeway, you don't feel like you're going 120. Yeah, um, I think it's the same uh, principle. Until you take a sharp right turn or something like that, then you break your neck at that at those speeds. That's I mean, true. we're talking about that's true. But I mean, we don't. They probably don't, don't if, take sharp right turns. Yeah, they probably don't. I think I've seen. The, the videos where they just like the fastest they move is when they actually like just go in a straight line going straight or something but I don't know that makes sense I don't know I'm just saying like obviously this technology would be foreign to us now just as the stealth bomber was foreign to people back then like this guy was reporting on a stealth bomber 50 years ago or whatever and he thought it was like an alien aircraft and but then he realized it was just some top secret ship that the government was working on yeah and they're like oh okay it's not an alien it's a, it's a ship I mean you know, who could like like a hundred years ago, whatever. Who could have imagined atomic bombs? These bombs that can level entire cities. Yeah, right. Obviously, I know they're not aliens. I don't believe in aliens, but I just think the government has a lot of access to a lot of technology. So you never know. Some people don't even believe in atomic bombs. <laughs> they don't. They don't believe that like we're able because they don't believe in atoms or like <laughs> stuff like that. They say you can't split the atom. What are you doing here then, Adam? <laughs> If we don't believe in atoms, what's Kenzari doing here? He wants to laugh, but he's not gonna. Those videos piss me off. What? They're so funny. Those are some of the best videos ever. The dad boomer ones. Yeah, they're hilarious, dude. They're hilarious. They're funny. Okay, you need to you need to grow down some, right? Anyways, I think we're done for tonight, folks. We discussed. I mean, is there anything else that we said we're gonna discuss on the agenda that we did not discuss? That's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. You know, those tunnels. (laughs) That was a. I guess we'll see. Hey, we will see if those tunnels actually come to fruition, and um, you know, we discussed the hyperloop, but none of us know how it works. Yeah, we don't know how it works. Actually, (laughs) we should have know how it works. Well, Jason, 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 in our church knows how it works. Yeah, I should have got him. him, I texted him. him I said, I said, how fast can you be here? He's like forty minutes. I'm like, no, don't worry. 
Well, gentlemen, well, thank you so much for being here. Folks, thank you so much for tuning in tonight to the Rod of Iron podcast. Just as a reminder, you can watch the full episodes on YouTube and on fwbcla.org. Uh, and yes, it is updated. And then you can also listen to us on Spotify if you have a subscription to that. I don't think it even costs any money. Maybe it does or it doesn't. I don't remember. Uh, but you can listen to us on Spotify. Stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you so much for being with us. Have a great night.